This is Echo Vac, Echo Vac, Echo Vac, Echo Vac, your hometown for bubblegum, bubblegum, Welcome to Echo Valley. I'm your host, Professor Bubblegum. Thank you so much uh, for coming by. We're ready to, uh, uh, ooh, let me check the schedule. I'm not sure. I hadn't, we hadn't done a rehearsal. Oh, what's, what's on the schedule for today? Oh yeah, Bubblegum music. Breaking up is hard to do Don't take your love away from me Don't you leave my heart in misery If you go, then I'll be blue Cause breaking up is hard to do Remember when you help me time When you kiss me all through the They say that breaking up is hard to do Now I know, I know that it's true Don't say that this is the end Instead of breaking up I wish that we were making up again I beg on you to say goodbye Can we give that love another try? Come on baby, let's start anew Cause breaking up is hard to do They say that breaking up is hard to do Now I know, I know that it's true Don't say that this is the end Instead of breaking up, I wish that we were making up again I beg on you to say goodbye Come on, baby, let's start anew. Cause breaking up is hard to do. Hard to do. 
my goodness, that's a fun song. That is a band called The Cartoons. They're from Denmark. Uh, they were active around the year 2000, uh, give or take. And uh, boy, they had a lot of really good, very pleasant sounding bubblegum music. Uh, the Cartoons, I think we should listen to another one. favorite bubblegum band, the Cartoons from Denmark, had uh, several legitimate top 20 hits in the United Kingdom. Their biggest hit uh, was from the late 1900s. We should pay tribute to Cartoons by playing their biggest hit, reaching number two in England. Here's the lineup of Cartoons. You've got Toonie, Sponge, Shooter, Buzz, Hoodie, and Boop. Toonie is the lead singer. Uh, Toonie is also known by some sort of human name, which is uh, Martin Ostengard. Hey, witch doctor, give us the magic words. All right. You go ooh, 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 ah, ah, ting, ting. Ah, well, ting, ting. All right. Ooh, ee, 
good fun music from cartoons from Denmark. Speaking of cartoons, there's all sorts of bubblegum music based on Saturday morning cartoon shows, but also comic books and also comic books that were also cartoons. Listen to this. Quick, bring around town with your candlestick. 
comic books uh, had all sorts of fun characters, Casper and Richie Rich and Little Audrey and uh, Little Hot Stuff and uh, Wendy the Good Little Witch and uh, Baby Huey who was a giant baby duck. All sorts of uh, great characters that you probably are familiar with. And in the early 70s when bubblegum music was uh, really big and there were other comic strips like the Archies that existed as a band, RV Comic Books released by advertising in their comics some uh, 45s uh, with songs that were kind of bubblegummy about their favorite characters. Uh, You just heard uh, Casper on the Moon. Uh, We played the Richie Rich song in the past. Um, There was a a collection of uh, most of these songs that came out uh, in a collectible set of CDs and some uh, cartoons as well called the Harvey Comics Collectible Box Set. came out in 1997. So you've got YouTube, you've got this collectible box set, and that's a great source for many of these Harvey songs. And as you know, here at Echo Valley in the archives, it's Kid Bubblegum's job to collect every bubblegum song ever recorded. So we've been able to get songs from that collection, and uh, some have been posted on YouTube. Now, there were some songs released... Uh, especially the B-sides of some of those 45s that uh, don't exist, don't seem to be on YouTube, and uh, Kid Bubblegum tells me we don't have them uh, in uh, the archives. Uh, But uh, we do have some of the uh, others. Uh, Let's listen to uh, here, uh, Here Comes Little Audrey from Harvey Comics, 1973. An Echo Valley authentic direct from vinyl Analog collectible, 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 collectible. Oh, dream. 
From the actual 45 I hold in my hot little hand, here comes little Audrey. Another 45 that I hold in my hot little hand. In fact, let me flip this the B-side of Here Comes Little Audrey. Uh, here's a song about that uh, fun little ghost uh, hiding from Spooky. Spooky, and uh, if you're if you are careless, he will boo you hairless. Nice lyrics there. By the way, all these Harvey Records uh, songs from 1973 were written by the songwriting team of Jacobson and Crondus. Let's see, their names are Jimmy Crondus and uh, Sid Jacobson. They, uh, I guess, had a, a professional life as songwriters. Uh, really, they're known for uh, one uh, hit song, but it's one you'll recognize. They wrote this back in 1958. And it has a story without any end At the end of a river The water stops its flow At the end of a highway There's no place you can go But just tell me you love me And our love 
till the end of time At the end of a river The water stops its flow At the end of a highway There's no place you can go But just tell me you love me And you are only mine And our love will go on To the end of time Till the end of time That's the great Earl Grant with The End name of that song. You probably know it as The End of the Rainbow. Really the biggest hit by those uh, songwriters, uh, Jacobson and Crondis, who wrote those 1970s Harvey Records songs. The official artist singing these songs is a group called The Comics, C-O-M-I-X, The Comics. And as I say, we have quite a collection here at Echo Valley. I tell you, the um, record we wish we had is essentially uh, non-existent. It's not on YouTube. It was not included in those CDs, uh, it's probably the B-side to a song called The Magic Wand of Windy, which is uh, easily found. Uh, it's a, uh, a song that uh, we believe is called Windy the Campfire Bluebird. That's listed in those ads as a song, and in fact, it's the only one of those Harvey Records that's not by the comics, but is by officially an artist named Windy, Wendy the Campfire Bluebird. I wonder if, uh, if it was a promotional record that uh, couldn't be reproduced when Harvey created that uh, CD collection in the 90s. But you won't find it on YouTube. You won't find it in that collection. Wendy the Campfire Bluebird uh, may not exist out there. It would have to be on an original 45 somewhere. We will keep looking. Uh, in the meantime, uh, I enjoyed hearing all of those comic strip-based songs. Uh, let's get back now to some more bubblegum music. This is Peter. Please stay tuned for the second half of the show. And someone please get me a date for Friday. Please? Yeah. 
Chris Knight and Maureen McCormick. That's on that rare uh, album of duets where Peter Brady, the middle kid, sang with Marsha Brady, the oldest girl. Uh, Historians wonder why it was Peter, Chris Knight, that got to be on that album. You'd think it'd make more sense for Barry Williams, a legitimate singer, as Greg Brady, to uh, sing with Marsha. The fact that Christopher Knight's mother was the musical manager for the group might have had something to do with it. I'm not saying. I'm just, well, I guess I am saying. Uh, Let's see. Here's uh, Blue Sweet. Kid Bubblegum is going through all our 45s to try to find the Wendy the Campfire Bluebird song, which probably doesn't exist. Uh, here's one he found uh, that I don't think we've played before. It's by a group called The New Line. 
C-O-M-I-X, that same group that sang those Harvey 45s that we've been featuring on this episode. It looks like Harvey Comics, in addition to Richie Rich and Little Dot and uh, Casper and uh, all those popular characters, also had the rights to Little Orphan Annie in the early 70s. Hey, congratulations, Harvey. I hope you make a lot of money with those Little Orphan Annie rights. Uh, in the meantime, Kid Bubblegum's... Uh, out there trying to find that long-lost uh, 45. Um, uh, who is it? Uh, the Windy Sings? All right, the only uh, recording by Windy that exists in theory. Uh, go looking for that, uh, Kid Bubblegum. Uh, and he's been looking through uh, old comic books because uh, there were ads for these Harvey Comics records in these uh, comic books, and he came across a Lois Lane that he thought we might enjoy reading from, and sure enough, it looks interesting. This is Lois Lane from 1959, a long time ago, but it was during the time that Pat Boone was a big star, popular with the young people, and Pat Boone's on the cover of this Lois Lane comic book. Lois Lane, of course, was Superman's girlfriend, and the actual title of Lois Lane Comics is, of course, Superman's girlfriend, Lois Lane, and on the cover... We see Pat Boone uh, strumming a small guitar, sang, singing, Come Sing a Song of Superman. And we see Lois Lane playing the piano, and Superman's arriving, and he's thinking, Pat Boone and Lois Lane are singing a new song about me. It's a great tune, but I must use all my superpowers to prevent it from becoming a hit. That sounds uh, intriguing. Let's uh, turn to the story here. Lois Lane and Superman's uh, mystery song. One day in Metropolis, as Clark Kent, Daily Planet reporter, arrives at Lois Lane's apartment. Thanks for picking me up, Clark. I'm donating these old books to the Salvation Army, and I couldn't carry them downtown myself. That's okay, Lois. They'll fit in my car trunk. Say, that's a catchy song you're playing on your Victrola. Of course, it's Pat Boone's new hit. It's sweeping the country. I've worn out the grooves playing it. Hmm, you could say the same for all these Pat Boone records. You've got every tune he recorded. Pat Boone, by the way, had a comic book at the time that I'm sure was published by DC, and uh, that's uh, why we get this crossover here. I've got more than that, Clark. I buy every product Pat endorses. The Pat Boone Diary, Record Tote, Lamp, Key Case, Billfold, Hat, Ring, Sweater, and Charm Bracelet. Hmm, you like Pat Boone, period. Later, as Clark drives downtown, Does Superman mind your being an ardent Pat Boone fan, Lois? Of course not, Superman. He's above jealousy. Of course not, pause. Superman is above jealousy. Besides, I've never even met Pat Boone. I only admire him as an artist. By the way, there's where I'll be tonight, and uh, points to a big concert hall where Pat Boone is appearing, giant sign that says, Today only Pat Boone in person. The whole town's turning out to see Pat. People have been standing in line since dawn to get seats. Hmm, they're wearing Pat Boone t-shirts, cardigans, and white buck shoes. Boone sure is the most idolized singer in America. 
Shortly after, in the Planet offices, as editor Perry White gives Clark a surprise assignment, you want me to interview Pat Boone for a Sunday feature? Why not ask Lois? She'd be thrilled to do a day in the life of Pat Boone. Because I don't want a thrilled interview. Boone's a regular guy. I want an article with no feminine gush. On your way, Clark. So uh, Clark goes to the concert, and he sees people wanting the uh, uh, autographs of uh, Pat Boone. And um, But then a big mob forms. He has so many fans, so he has to switch to Superman to save Pat Boone, and he flies off with Pat. And uh, the likeness of Pat Boone uh, to be charitable is adequate. Gosh, Superman, I hope they forgive me. Usually I'm only too glad to please my fans. I owe my success to them. I'm sure they'll understand, Pat. We'll be at the Planet Building shortly. So they arrive at the Planet Building, and uh, everyone's showing off all the skills they have. I guess they want Pat Boone to hire them for his concerts or something. Perry White can do uh, smoke rings with his cigar. Uh, Jimmy Olsen can juggle, apparently, about eight items at a time, which is pretty amazing. And then uh, Clark and Lois decide to sing a little bit. Drop your worries, drop your cares, drop the gray out of your hair, stop the presses, snap, no more picks. The Daily Planet's gone in for kicks. You say we're crazy, no insults please, we're presenting our 59 varieties. Say, that's great, that girl can belt out a song, may I hear her again? And uh, Lois is upset, she doesn't know it's Pat Boone in the crowd watching her sing. Clark, tell that kibitzer to quiet down. I'm trying to memorize your tricky lyrics. What does he know about singing anyway? <laughs> well, ask him. I believe his name is Pat Boone. Pat Boone, oh. Uh, and so she passes out, and uh, Pat Boone snaps his fingers, and she comes back awake. And, of course, she's gushing all over Pat, and Clark's getting jealous. And uh, so he decides that he's going to write a song about Superman, Clark does, Uh in order to raise money for... Ch I don't know. It's a long story. Who knows? Who cares? Uh, Clark goes home that night, and he struggles with the lyrics of the Superman song. I'm going bats trying to compose these lyrics. I must sing the praises of Superman, but how can I be so modest? How can I be so immodest, he says. How can I write tributes to myself? And he writes and writes, and then comes in the next day with the lyrics for a song, gives them to Pat Boone, and Pat Boone says, Terrific song, Clark! I'll set him to music at once, because, of course, that's the easy part. The Writing the lyrics is the hard part, and then you just, well, yeah, no, I'll put him to, to music. However, no one will see these words until Lois and I introduce the song on next week's broadcast. Pat Boone has a special radio broadcast coming up because of the Gotham State Fair. So Gotham is also a state for the purposes of having a state fair. And in 1959, instead of a big TV broadcast, they're going to do a big radio broadcast. And uh, uh, so uh, they rehearse the song. They're getting ready. Uh, and uh, Superman's uh, around making sure everything is safe for the big uh, broadcast. And uh, they're about to sing. And Superman realizes, um, I can't let the song be sung. And we don't know why. And so he actually uh, creates a false uh, storm uh, by getting tons of dynamite sticks uh, and throwing them into the air to make thunder and blowing them up using his heat vision. And this is an outdoor radio concert, and so it, it starts to uh, rain, 
and it ruins the concert. Every time we start to sing the Superman song, some act of nature sabotages us. And Lois thinks that Superman must be jealous of Pat Boone. Uh, but then later, Superman talks to Pat Boone, and he says, I sabotaged that song, Pat, because it contained a clue to my secret identity, and someone might puzzle out the telltale words. Here are some new harmless lyrics you can substitute. Now, let's, uh, let's look at the lyrics of the Superman song. Can you figure out how there's a clue to his secret identity? The song goes like this. Come sing a song of Superman. Lo, he strikes the villain's plan. And though bad men may have their day, repeatedly he makes them pay. Kryptonite may harm his skill, keeper of the laws his will, eagle-eyed watcher of land, air, and sea, ne'er does he cease to fight tyranny, to don men's foes, to down men's foes, I should say, and set men free. So those are the lyrics. I don't see how there's a clue to his secret identity there. Secret identity, of course, is Clark Kent. Uh, and there's more to the story here involving helping uh, a church. And then finally, uh, Superman goes to a, a factory and rebuilds uh, and helps build some uh, production equipment so they can stamp out uh, millions of records, uh, including a gold record, because uh, Pat Boone's going to sell a million copies of this song, the Superman song, which has new lyrics to it, which were never uh, told about, uh, because the old lyrics had that clue to Superman's secret identity. Stacking up the million records and laying them flat on the huge factory floor, says Superman, I will merely focus one beam of my X-ray vision, and by that he means heat vision, at the center of the first disc to bore a hole through all the records at once. Now they're ready to be sold. That night, as Clark listens to the revised Superman song, now Lois knows I wasn't jealous. Her vacation is up tomorrow, and she'll have wonderful memories of being with Pat Boone, but she'll never realize why I couldn't let them release the original song. And he holds up the lyrics again. Come sing a song of Superman. Lo, he strikes the villain's plans. And though bad men may have their day, repeatedly he makes them pay. Kryptonite may harm his skill. Keeper of the laws, his will eagle-eyed watcher of land, air, and sea. Ne'er does he cease to fight tyranny, to down men's foes and set men's free. And then he explains to us, in writing the lyrics, subconsciously, I betrayed my secret identity. Reading down the first letter of each line, it spells C-L-A-R-K-K-E-N-T, Clark Kent. <laughs> I see. Yeah, boy, that sure would have given away a secret identity that his subconscious made him put into the lyrics of that song that he wrote so that they could be sung by the great Mr. Pat Boone. Pat Boone, Pat Boone. Pat Across Canada Hit Parade debut, jumping into 10th position this week, Tootie Booty. And here to sing it in person is the man who made it a hit, one of America's greatest recording stars, Pat Boone. I went to the east, I went to the west. 
gal that I love best. Tootie Rudy, oh Rudy, Tootie Rudy, oh Rudy, whoo Tootie Rudy, oh Rudy, Tootie Rudy, oh Rudy, Tootie Rudy, oh Rudy. Bop bop a loom up a lot bop bop I got a gal. Her name's Daisy. Almost drives me crazy. I got a gal. Her name's Daisy. Almost drives me crazy. She's a real gone cookie. Yes, sirree. The pretty little Susie is a gal for me. Tootie Fruity. Oh, Rudy. Tootie Fruity. Oh, Rudy. Woo, Tootie Fruity. Oh, Rudy. Tootie Fruity. Oh, Rudy. Tootie Fruity. Oh, Rudy. Bop bop a loom up a lot bop bop. Got a gal, her name's Daisy. Almost drives me crazy. I got a gal, her name's Daisy. Almost drives me crazy. She's a real gone cookie. Yes, sirree. The pretty little Susie is the gal for me. Tootie Fruity. Oh, Rudy. Tootie Fruity. Oh, Rudy. Woo, Tootie Fruity. Oh, Rudy. Tootie Fruity. Oh, Rudy. Tootie Fruity. Oh, Rudy. A lot of bobble, loom up, a lot bamboo. Funny Papers from Bubblegum by the Boris or Burris Youngins. Um, we've been looking at uh, records uh, specifically made to feature comic book characters, comic strip characters. Kid Bubblegum is off uh, checking the uh, internet and the YouTube and uh, our own Echo Valley archives for a copy of a song sung by Wendy, Wendy the Good Little Witch, 
called uh, Wendy the Bluebird Song. Is that what it's called? The Campfire Bluebird. Wendy the Campfire Bluebird is the name of the song sung by Wendy, not sung by the comics as were the rest of these legendary Harvey comic book 45s from 1973-74. But uh, Wendy the Campfire Bluebird might be listed by mistake because... we're pretty sure it does not exist. So let's get on now with the rest of Echo Valley, and I apologize for our wasted time there. Uh, this would be a good opportunity for me to announce uh, the very exciting existence of a sister podcast. You're listening to Echo Valley, the original bubblegum music podcast with your host, Professor Bubblegum, and of course, we're wildly popular with the young people. But um, we've started another podcast, or at least I, Professor Bubblegum, have. It's not one that any of you will like. It's called Bubblegum Books, and it looks at books written for the young people over the last 150 years. So it includes dime novels from the 1860s. It includes pulp magazines like Doc Savage and The Shadow. It includes comic books, of course. It includes a lot of the uh, bubblegum books we read here as part of our dramatic readings. Uh, In fact, it's as if we took the dramatic readings from Echo Valley and did a whole hour-long podcast each week uh, based on that. Uh, So as I say, it's hard to believe that anyone within the sound of my voice will enjoy any of that, but uh, you might have a friend who does. So look up Bubblegum Books. That should be available wherever you get your podcasts. So you took the least popular part of Echo Valley and you expanded it into an hour. Good luck with that. Let's get back now to Echo Valley and some bubblegum music, which we enjoy so much. You packed your things and without a word, you thought you'd move away. Nobody's seen you and no one's heard Just where you went that day Hey Wendy, Wendy, where have you gone? I'd really like to know Hey Wendy, Wendy, where have you gone? Hey Wendy, where'd you go? You know I love you, you know I care I'd like to be with you But I can't find you anywhere It's more than I can do You took a train to another town I'd like to follow you I'll walk the streets till my shoes run down That's all that I can do more than I can do. Hey, when 
Wendy, Wendy, where have you gone? I'd really like to know. Hey, Wendy, Wendy, where have you gone? Hey, Wendy, where'd you go? Hey, uh, during the time we were playing that last record, which, by the way, was called Windy Windy, and it's by the great bubblegum songwriters of Hammond and Hazleton. Is it Hammond and Hazleton? Is that right? Let me look that up. You know, as the old professor gets older, uh, my short-term memory starts to go and stuff that I could just rattle off. Uh, Hammond and Hazelwood, not Hazleton, Hammond and Hazelwood uh, wrote that song uh, sang that song, Windy Windy, that we just heard. And while I was playing it, uh, we got a lot of cards and we got telegrams, people saying, oh, okay, we catch on. That's that missing Windy song, right? You've been saying for a full hour here that uh, you don't have uh, one of these Harvey songs, the song called Windy, the Campfire Bluebird. It was a 45, we know it exists, and you're pretending like no one has it, and it's super rare, and you pretended the kid bubblegum, who, by the way, we don't even hear him speak ever. He may not even exist. You pretend that kid bubblegum is headed out and tried to find the record, and no one has it. It's not on the internet. It's not available on YouTube and all of that. And then at the end of the show, you play it, and we all think, oh, my gosh, Professor Bubblegum, you're so wonderful and cool. Uh, well, that's not the the case, at least the record I just played was not that missing uh, Wendy song, Wendy the Campfire Bluebird. Let me give you a, a list of all extant, which means existing, Harvey uh, records. Let me, uh, here's the list of uh, Harvey records that we have here at the Echo Valley Archives, and uh, we cannot find other songs on the internet or YouTube or any of those places. We have Calling Daddy Warbucks, Casper Casper, What You Doing on the Moon, Richie Rich, The Richest Kid in the World, Hiding from Spooky, Here Comes Little Audrey, The Magic Wand of Windy, Baby Huey, Hot Stuff the Little Devil, Richie Rich and Casper, Sad Sack and Knapsack, and Sad Sack Song. And it is true that the uh, mythical Windy the Campfire Bluebird record uh, is not available on YouTube or the internet. Uh, or... Uh, um, Gosh, I'm I'm sorry. I I owe you uh, better than this. Uh, uh, the truth is, this is one of those times where we have a copy of the record, and we're going to pretend we just found it. Uh, more importantly, uh, this is really cool. I, I don't know anyone else in the world who has this particular record, so let's play it and let's end the show. This is growing old.
Recorder. Get me Echo Valley 26809. You have reached a disconnected number. Just.